Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Episode of the Sarah Fraser Show is brought to you by Get Judged. Okay, just kidding. (laughs) But close, you'll understand that reference in like two seconds. Anyway, for all the TSFS listeners, for those of you who have been with me since my radio days, you all know Paul Wharton very well. Co-hosted this show for a hot second. Then, um, you know, he's he's been on reality TV. He's an entrepreneur and so much more. Now he's hightailed it to London. So he's back on the show talking about relationships. The question that everyone always wants to know is how does he make his money? And oh, he goes into it today. Plus a guy from his past who's come back and now with the Pope saying that we should allow gay marriage has an interesting proposal for Paul. It's going to be really good. And if you're a brand new listener, you'll also be, you'll get the rundown more of who Paul is. Also have to thank JP2 Management. Our guy, Joe Pacetto is here for you. Now is a great time to start investing in your future and putting away money. Are we in a pandemic? 
Hell yes. Are you thinking to yourself, where am I getting this extra cash? Well, Joe can help you break it down that even a dollar a day can help you start saving for your future. And when you make an appointment at JP2, the number two, jp2management.com, he's going to pay for a free year of Patreon for the Sarah Fraser Show. So you get additional content at your fingertips, commercial free and before anyone else anytime you want it. If you are looking for a financial advisor, he is your guy. He was at Wells Fargo in their finance department for more than 15 years and then just started his own agency about three years ago. He has 20 plus years of experience, fully licensed, and he's here to help you start saving. He's also super fun and a longtime friend of the show. I absolutely love Joe. Go to his website, jp2management.com. All right, here he is back after months and months and months away from this show, Paul Wharton. I cannot believe you're back. This is because you haven't been. When's the last time you were on? I got to think about this. It's been a while. It's been a hot second. He is back. And uh, you know what? We got to do a whole reset, Paul, because since I since you've been on last, I did a rebrand. It's now the Sarah Fraser show. As it should be. As it should be. Right. Okay. It took me forever. (laughs) T-S-F-S. I love it. Which also (laughs) means that's some funny shit because, you know, I'm a crazy woman. Right. right. It, it took me, but you know, I finally had to do that, Paul, because no one could say, hey, Fraze. People said, hey, Fraze, hey, Fraz. No one could even fucking share the show. Starting with me. I don't know what your name was. <laughs> I mean, I know we did that show together and stuff. I didn't know. People were like, you can't even say her name. I'm like, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I have missed you so much. My and by the way, my brother loves you when you come on. Oh he loves all your sex stories, all your dating stories. It's so well, good. you know I have a secret. I don't know if it's a secret crush on your brother. You know that, right? Oh, I know. I want you to move to Maine to get with my brother, and you guys become the dynasty of Comfy Dome. Like you guys, like you run a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like you sleep out under the stars in the wilderness with my brother. See, that's where he loses me every time. <laughs> that's too much for you. You want me to sleep? I have tried to trick you many times to come to Maine and sleep in the dome, and then I want to secretly record you because I know that's a sensitive subject. So let's not even talk. About it. <laughs> okay, okay, we're Uh oh, y'all, this is about to go left real quick. Well, look, we have some new listeners, so I want to set the scene. I want to set the scene because new people are finding the show, and you have been, you and I personally. How many years do you think we've been friends, personal friends? Well, I know when we were on Fox Five together. And why was I wearing dish gloves and, and dressed in a tuxedo? And we were singing something. What? Well, well, I mean, they had us shucking and jiving. and we did all that for that little sad way. You know what? We have to actually give credit to Fox 5. Fox 5 brought us together and they would yeah. make us dress up in these foolish things. Remember, it was like Lady Gaga had worn dish gloves to like some award show, right? And she yes. was, was her boyfriend in a tux or something. Okay, you had on the dish gloves. I had the dish gloves on. They made you, didn't they make you dress as Drake or something? And it was like. That was for Halloween. I was Drake and um, and uh, Maureen was Rihanna. Okay, and that was were, it. Who were you that year? Taylor Swift, remember? Taylor Swift. Oh my God, I talked about her house yesterday. What? Oh, oh. I'm on a new show here. I got to tell you all about it. I uh, talked about her house. Okay, so you and I have known each other. I'm going to say going on close to 10 years. Eight, yeah, eight, absolutely. Nine. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, Paul Wharton in D.C. is like the D.C. it celebrity. He has been for years. Like, so, you know, you started your career on two big reality shows, Made, MTV's Made back yes. in the day. You, yeah. you And at the time you on Made, you appeared as like a hairstylist, right? Or like. No, I appeared as the model coach. 
I made Nadia right. into a model. Yes. Okay, you were the model coach. Then you were on the first round of Real Housewives of DC. So seven. The only round. Well, <laughs> and in between then, you know, I did lots of shows. I did VH1's The Agency. I did TV Land. She's Got the Look. Uh, BET's uh, Who Wore What, which is the first ever fashion police show for black folks with me and Vivica Fox. Okay. And I did um, just, a, just a bunch of shows in between time. Ricky Lake, I was the makeover guy on Ricky Lake. I mean, I go back. <laughs> Ricky Lake! <laughs> I what go was, back, yeah. What was Ricky like to work with? Go Ricky! Go, go Ricky! Go Ricky! Okay, wait, what was she, she like was to wonderful. work with? I, I've actually... She was absolutely wonderful. And the interesting thing is I was partners with Lauren Lake from Paternity Court. So she and I were coupled up as a duo and we would make people over together. Wait, and was, now she's doing great. Was Lauren Lake related to Ricky Lake? No, she's a black woman. Oh. Lauren Lake, and they couldn't be more different. <laughs> Ricky Lake and well, Lauren Lake. What, so do, you know the show, do you know the show Paternity Court? Yes, yes, yes. She's the host of that. We, we're still friends. Okay, got but it. She got and it. I used to make. I remember we made this one woman over, and she was like a um, she was like a wrestler, and she wanted to feminize herself. And and when she walked into the room, she had on some Birkenstocks, and I said, <laughs> "Kick those Ford Escorts <laughs> off your feet." <laughs> Kick those Ford. Sweat pits under her arm. I was like, "Oh, girl, you put me to work. How much am I getting paid for this?" But they paid me a whole bunch of money, so that was okay. Oh my God. So, <laughs> but you over, and you were known, so people are gonna, they're gonna see the video. Uh, and also you can follow Paul Wharton style on Instagram, right? But you are known for your signature hair, right? Over the, <laughs> and over the years, you've talked about cutting it, but I feel like you never will because people <laughs> also identify you. People on the street in DC will be like, oh yeah, you're that guy on Fox 5 with the hair. Yeah, Paul Wharton. Yeah, they yes. get a lot of cars and everything. Because you know, Listen, I mean, I have a very distinctive look. It's so funny. When I was growing up, you know, you're a kid with a big old head, big old forehead. They say, hey, big head. Hey, big head. And I'm like, why, God? Why did you crush me with this big old forehead? But, you know, <laughs> even later in life, it's just like, you know, it, it becomes something that makes you distinctive. You stand out. And then you kind of come into your own. You know, I, I've, I've defined and refined my look using my own products get judged get judged oh my god we have to promote all your products because mm. that's what paul is also known for on this show but yeah. how would you describe your hair because it is be and a lot of people in a way i mean you have nothing in common with donald trump but it, one thing you do is people do question <laughs> wait a minute now what the fuck is going on what kind of setup is this I mean, wait, I'm not wait, saying wait, that you're. Now, I, hold on, now. let me, let I'm me not, get real close. I'm not saying that you're a black man supporting Trump. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you two have nothing in common except for the fact that people will ask me on the street because I, I get DMs about you when you're not on this show. That's how famous okay. you are. People will ask me, "Is his hair real?" I don't believe <laughs> it. I think it's a weave. I think it's a wig. I'm like, I think it's I actually his you. hair. I swear to you all on everything on my mama who you can you see her up there that's that's me and my mom at oh, great gardens there's you know? brenda she is oh my god we have to talk about your mom too because you also if you're just finding this show you need to realize brenda is i would say the ultimate stage mom of all mothers <laughs> all mothers she goes so hard for you and and a couple <laughs> years ago when we had the podcast she pulled me aside and she's like you and jr have the best 
The best chemistry. You, you better not walk away from this. You and JR. You tells me you are the only one she's ever given that kind of credit to. She doesn't think that anyone is good enough to be with me or to roll with me. She thinks that they're all users, and you know, in a very positive. You know, as, as a mother who believes in their child, but you, she's like, why don't y'all run that Kelly and Ryan? bit well, we, go all the way we're going to but we're going to work for boss because i'm not going to chase you down when you're late so you have to answer to someone else and curse them out because <laughs> you know i will i know you will don't what you, are you gonna do about it yeah exactly so so now, i could leave right now you want me on your show or not i thought so <laughs> so when we work for fox soul I'll let you answer to somebody else. <laughs> but we do. We have great chemistry. And Brenda is an amazing, she's an amazing woman. And she's, I, I respect and love her so much because she truly is a stage mom. Like she goes hard for you. She advocates for you. She, you know, negotiates with you. She's really, really great. And I think you are working on a show, right? That she might be in. Is that one of the well, things you Well, we've done things together. You know, when we were up at Grey Gardens, we shot some things. I think I shot some things at our house. I've shot, oh, my holiday special. Yes, that's right. Okay. So every year I do a holiday special. That's how I'm Emmy nominated. I did one with Patti LaBelle, as you know, uh, Home for the Holidays with Paul Wharton and Patti LaBelle at her house, and uh, which is fantastic. Of course, I took my mom there. Last year we went to Whoopies for New Year's Eve. I took my mom there. I am not a mama's boy, but I'm a boy who loves his mom. <laughs> okay, wait. I am. I was going to ask you that because I'm now watching TLC's I Love a Mama's Boy. Now, did, how old were you? Like, these guys, their moms bathed them until they were 12. Were you and Brenda taking a bath together at 12? No, it's a different kind of relationship. <laughs> we're very independent. She lets me soar and do my own thing. I mean, I moved out when I was, like, 17 years old. So, now, no, but we, we didn't do all that. What do you think about this? One of the guys on the show, and, and a lot of people are saying he has to be gay. He dyes his mother's hair. He mixes up the formula. Did you ever used to do Brenda's hair? And do you think a straight... No, but I would. She won't let me. Really? Do you think a straight guy would mix up dye and dye his hair? Dye his mother's well, hair? Well, there's a special kind of love that a man has for his mother. I mean, when you're really in tune and you're not like weird or fucked up, you know, from your past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you love your mom. And I think anything um, to make her feel good, I would do. So I don't find that weird. You got to give me more. Like, is he stuck in the heart city at 30 years old? Like, something like that. Okay, so he, here's what he does. His name is Matt. He dyes his mom's hair. He mixes up the dye. He does all her highlights. He has a girlfriend. Then he'll take his mom lingerie shopping for the girlfriend. And he'll pick out lingerie with the mom for the girlfriend. And then he'll buy his mother and the girlfriend silk matching robes. Then they all go for pedicures together. And the mother has to sit in the middle so she can be next to the son and next to the girlfriend. Is this sound? That's a bit weird. Okay, really? For Set even the scene, how does he look? He must be hot. He's very, I, I think he's really good looking. Very well kept. Very well. I okay, gotta send you so a photo. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's that. Okay, so I knew he was good looking because in the girl, she's, that's why she's hanging on. You know, the mom won't be around forever. So she's just like, he, if he cherishes his mother that way, she knows if she has his kids, he's gonna cherish her. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Now, the mother sitting in the middle might be a little bit weird. So you think hang in there, but the mom could live another 20 years. You think hang in there for 20 years till she dies and then she can have him to herself? That's a long time to wait with a mama's Mom, mother. I made some oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> and he wants to build them a house so matt and the girlfriend he wants to build them a house on the mother's property next door like to tear down her garage and build a house so they live next to each other they work together every day he picks the mom up after dyeing her hair and drives her to work 
Like, are you? Yeah, in, it's a lot. That's too much, right? You're you love your mom, but isn't that a lie? Well, the problem I have is something like that. And a few years ago, I did have a heart to heart with my mom. We were nothing like that, but we're very close. We love each other. Um, but I did tell her, I said, it's very important to me that you still have your own life because, you know, my life is kind of exciting, you know, partying yes. and going trips and I'd always take my mom, but sometimes I wouldn't take her and, you know, I felt a little iciness, but I said to her, it's important to me because you're not old. My mom's just 70 and that's like 70 is like the new 50. Yes. You know, yes. she's got a lot of life left to live in her. She's got a beautiful home, lots of new friends. Yes. And I want her to go and explore and spend time with her own friends. Well, if you put what I'm doing next to any 70 year old, they'd be like, I want to go with you and drink <laughs> champagne and go over to Whoopi's. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, every 35 year old, we all want to be doing what you're doing. Yes. Um, but it's important to me that my mom has her own life. So I think at some point you just kind of have to draw the line. And the other piece is if, if somebody dies, you know, whether it's the child or the mom, then you fall apart. It's true. If you're that, if you're so close, you can't be independent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think we've done a great job setting the scene of uh, for new listeners who you are. And of course, your fans love to hear anyway, all your stories and about you. But I want to get to I you. You're currently in London. And I, like I said, I get a lot of DMs from former co-workers of ours, from people that listen to this show. Who, who, who DMs you? <laughs> the former co-worker people, of mine. I know who's calling. People that are, um, <laughs> people are yeah, so. Yeah, you want to be on here? We're starting some shit. People are so curious about your life. So you moved to, and by the way, the hair is real. So to conclude that whole conversation, the hair is yes. real. You have to look at his hair. 100%. And go on getjudge.com and buy your own products. Getjudge.com. And your products are great, by the way. And your skincare products are great because even a plastic surgeon had me tell that, had told me that, that your products yes, are medical grade. My own skin, my own product. And look how good that is. Oh, your skin looks amazing. We're all jealous. 43, baby. I know you look. Oh, no. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, you you are kind of looking like morphing into a skinny Oprah, but I mean, besides <laughs> that, like you do. <laughs> I wish my wallet was morphing into a skinny Oprah. I think you're doing just fine. People <laughs> want to know all about that, which I'm going to ask you. So you are now currently living in London during a pandemic. How yeah. did this happen? How did it happen? I'm sitting in my place in D.C., looking out the window, looking down to the White House. And I thought for a moment, you know, after... One thing I love about myself is I'm optimistic. I'm a kind of person that skips down the street and gets on other people's nerves. Good morning! <laughs> People are like, shut the fuck up! You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> and, and I started to notice that my good morning was like, good morning. And then it's like a head nod. And then I'm just like, oh, fuck it, I'll sleep till noon. Do you know? Yes. So like a lot of people, I became a part of this kind of collective depression that we were all going through. And I'm sitting there right in the middle of DC looking down at the <laughs> White House and I had been talking to um, this wonderful man that I met on Tinder back in December, he lived in London. Right. Back in December, I set my Tinder for London. I'm just like, these fools in DC, I'm overall. <laughs> Let me, you know, where do I wanna go? I think I'd like to maybe meet somebody in London because I love the accent. You know, I dated somebody before from Ireland. Okay. I just love the English accent. Yes, um, yes. Different accent, but you get it. Yes. But anyhow, um, one day I was just sitting in my place and I thought, why do I have to be depressed here? Actually, I could go do something else. And that's what I did. I called a friend of mine and she knew the person that owns the flat that I'm renting. And she said it was for rent. And, you know, we made a deal. 
And um, I spent a couple of months planning the place, sending things over, what I want to make it fabulous. And um, here I am. Oh and my I'm god! Still dating the, the guy. Okay, wait. Are you still dating the guy? So people also love following your dating life um, yeah. because you know you've been very open. You know, you dated a guy that was European that owned multiple homes in Portugal and everywhere else. Um, what was his name? Began with like an R. You know, his name. Um, <laughs> his name is Renzo. Renzo, Renzo. But Renzo, we ended it with because he had told you at one point he thought you had gained five pounds. So fuck Renzo. We're done oh, with- well, let me tell you something about Renzo. Yeah. Let me give it a Renzo update. Guess who gets a WhatsApp the other day? The day that the Pope came out and said that he believes in civil unions between gay people. Yes. So this Renzo is a oh, devout Catholic, okay? So, you know, he lives in Rome. He lives in Brussels. He's got the country house in Italy and all that kind of stuff. City house, country house, and in Brussels. So he goes back and forth. Okay. He goes every weekend to Rome. I don't know how he's doing that right now. I think he flies private. But anyhow, <laughs> you know, we had, yeah this, yeah, this guy before was like, yeah, he was a little bit more of you than I remember. Oh, he sent me a picture of himself petting a cat. I was like, who is this fat? <laughs> I was, look, we've all put on some weight. I, I, totally. I the first to tell you, this pandemic, these pandemic pounds are real. Look what's right down here. Look, right before this, I was like... He's got, he literally has before the interview exercise bands. You don't look like I'm you... Like, okay, but here's the thing. You... I think that fucked with you when he said that because before you left, I feel like was the skinniest I've ever seen you. Like, your waist was so tiny. I feel like you look good and healthy now. Yeah, I mean, I definitely put on some. And then, you know, my birthday was here. But anyway, so he sends me a message on WhatsApp saying, are you Catholic? with the link to the Pope saying that he believes in civil union. And I said, I'm Christian non-denominational. And he says, well, what does that mean? I says, what does it matter? And he says, well, we can get married now. And I'm like, Um, it's been a year since I've heard from you. You just thought I was just sitting around. So I give off that kind of energy. I give off sitting around energy. I ain't doing nothing but twiddling my thumbs and playing with my own nipples. Uh-uh. I got somebody else playing with my nipples. Thank you very much. Okay, so tell me about this lending guy. Because you guys have been, how long has that been going on? Like a year? So you guys have well, been dating? since December, we were talking. And okay. then we just met in August when I came, when I got here. All right. The middle of August, about August 15th. So it's been about two months together in person and about seven months before that. Now, but... Well, how is this different? Because I, 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 you liked initially. I think he was very down to earth, right? Like, and and weren't you yeah. not sure about his money situation? We were sort of like, oh, he seems like a common folk, and we weren't sure if we're. <laughs> no, don't don't make me that person. No, no, that's all of you all caring about that. No, actually, you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. It's people like you, well, and these other girlfriends, like and AJ, and all those people that are like. How are you gonna date somebody that works in retail? How are you gonna see somebody that, well, how are you gonna do what you do? I'm like, oh, y'all done thought I had a sugar daddy. First of all, let me tell you something. I've never had a sugar daddy, ever. Because I dated rich guys. You know what they give you? Nothing. It's true. I dated a rich guy too. And I'll tell you this. I always say when people marry for money, you work for it every day because they're giving it to their kids that they've already had with previous wives and they want to golf every weekend. So if you're not golfing or you're not fishing on some horrible um, striped bass boat or whatever they want to do, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Well, let me just mention this also. I don't consider it generous um, if you are participating in something. So if you say, oh, I'm going to 
pay for a trip to, you know, Central Pay. Okay, great. Me and my friends, that's generous. You going? You need me for entertainment <laughs> because, you know, they're never as interesting as I am. They're just not. It's true. You, you know, are. I you are all this fucking fun. Be rolling my goddamn hair up at night. So in the morning, I can be all that, you know, get out here and make us a whole bunch of new friends on these islands and stuff. Listen, that's work for me. Yes. So, yes. So to me, I don't consider that generosity. So, you know, it really was never me questioning whether I could date someone that seemed a bit more, you know, every day in terms of his work, because he's got an extraordinary personality. He's got a fabulous um, uh, everything. He's tall. He's six foot four. You know, he's just a lovely, lovely How's guy. How's his dick? <laughs> What's Sarah now? Come on. I thought I thought you changed the show. Okay, no. I, yeah, yeah, well, that's just... It sounds like some old hay phrase. Uh, you know, it's, still, it's still that, just a different name on the marquee. <laughs> you know, by the way, I'm launching because I get so many men, and I think you should do this because I think there's a motivational spin on this. You know I'm launching an OnlyFans where I'm going to review men's penises. Men send me so many dick pics, and they want to know if they're normal. I need you as a guest judge, a guest reviewer sometimes, because these guys have small dicks. One guy's dick has is curved to the left like you would not believe. Is that normal? I mean, I've seen some penis in my life, but I am going to review. These men want it re- reviewed. They want to know what they're supposed to do. Do they give women warnings? Do they give men warnings when their penis? One's got one ball. I mean, I want to know. <laughs> But what are you going to do? What are they going to do about it if you say, no, it's not normal? What you going to do? You're going to stop whacking off? You're going to stop trying to get pussy? No, no we they're are going to keep doing what they do. I'm going to give an honest review. One guy does have a very tiny penis that's almost like stuck into the skin like a turtle head. I am going to give him, okay, see, I need your help. I need your help. Like what? Because, I mean, haven't we all run into someone that is amazing, but then they've got something wrong with their wanker? I mean, we all have. So terrible. So awful. I slept with a famous opera singer years ago. And did I, I told you about this, right? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, God. I know who it is. Yes, keep okay, going. I slept with a famous opera singer, and he was in my bed. Was, I was living in New York City. And, you know, the night before we had met, I think we just met. Placido Domingo. No. <laughs> no, what, what's the? Uh, Pomerati. Dick up under all that blubber. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway. <laughs> oh no, you know I love you, Papa. I think you passed on. Did he, he did. R.I.P. R.I.P. You were loving. Who burn cares about the weight? You had a, a beautiful voice, but it, you so, would have so, lifted so, up a lot. So yeah, I hooked up with this guy. He's got the smallest penis ever, but he's in this. You know, he's a famous opera guy. He's like a pop opera guy so everybody knew who he was oh. and i met him at this bar and he came over and i'm like that's all you got so anyway we did whatever we could do you know because i'm working with something that's just fine <laughs> and um the next morning you know the sun was coming in my room and i realized i'm like on the edge of the bed and he's all close to me you know like crowding me out i'm about to fall off the edge of the bed and i'm like what is in the name of small penises back <laughs> Get off of me. What the fuck is going on? So I kept trying to back him up, and he wouldn't. He just kept getting closer. So finally I said, what the fuck is going on? I knew something was up. Something was up. Okay, what's it? Oh, yeah? Got up out of the bed, and he's still acting like he's asleep. And I looked out, and I said, what is going on? And I put my hand, and something just made me put my hand over. He had peed in my bed. (laughs) 
Not a little bit of dribble. This motherfucker had drank the whole night at the little gay club. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Drinking, fucking smoking cigarettes. Back in the days, you could smoke cigarettes in the club. Come home, didn't pee once. Did, do you have to go to the bathroom? Nope. You say you don't need to pee? Nope, because I remember I lived far from the bathroom upstairs, you know. He pissed in my, he pissed in my bed. Oh my God. Oh my God. Is okay. This is, I, I'm going to spend all day now looking at famous pop <laughs> opera singers. I'll tell you after the show. Okay. But see, but here's my thing. What are men supposed to do? Cause they, I get this question all the time from men that have small penises and now they send them to me. Are you supposed to give a woman a warning? Because I say, yes. Uh, don't you want to know if it's so tiny? Like, don't you want to know that? Oh, that's a total deal breaker for me because you know what? I'm at a point in my life where I just can't be dealing with that. Like I, so you're not all, interested in small penis at all. If he's like three inches, it's a no. Four inches, you would have to have. Oh my god, that's when I really would get in his pocketbook. I don't know. You, there'd have to be some. You know, something's got to be the great equalizer. You got no dick, but you got a billion dollars. You know, or you got a big old dick, but you know, you know what I mean. It's got to be something. It's like a, it's a way it, to scale. It's really, dick or money. You got to have one or the other. Okay, okay. And you don't, you like, for you, you don't even want the warning because, like, you, you just not even interested unless they're a famous opera singer. And they're, and it's okay. Oh, I wasn't really interested in him. I was just young. Um, you would kiss the bed. You remember the days you used to meet people at the club? This is like before Tinder and and everything. I don't even know if you were, were you dating in these days? Well, I think, no, I mean, once I, when I was starting to date, you couldn't smoke in bars. Yeah, see, that's a little bit. Of, see, I'm 43 and you're 35. So there's eight years difference. Right. There. A lot happened over those eight years. Let me, just, <laughs> let me take you back. Okay, let me tell you what happened. So. Okay, wait. I have, I, I my nose here is like dripping what, like I'm doing cocaine. You want to pause? No, no. I'm just going to, you're going to keep going and tell this story while I'm just going to reach over and get a tissue. Pe- <laughs> my nose has started to run so bad now. People are sending me resumes, like, or not resumes, remedies. I don't know why I don't do drugs. And it just, it runs like a fucking faucet. It's like snot coming down the entire time. I don't know why. Wow. I know. Keep talking. Let me just grab a tissue. <laughs> keep talking. Okay, people, let me tell you a story. <laughs> so do you know how well, maybe you don't because all y'all probably date on Tinder and Bumble and everything else. But in the olden days, you used to go to the club. Okay. You'd go into the bar and you'd be looking all cute. You'd get all ready. You'd be listening to your Madonna or your share, whatever you wanted to listen to before you got, before you went out. And you show up at the club and you kind of walk around first. You do a couple of strolls around. You see who's there. And then you pull up to the bar and you would like make eye contact with someone across the club, across the bar. Uh-huh. Make eye contact. Now, this is before I did made because when I did made in those days, there weren't that many shows. So, <laughs> so, so once I, you did that, people knew who you were. When I did that, <clears throat> the difference is before made, my dating life was hot. You can ask Javon, Fred Howard, Timothy, all my old friends from New York back in those days. Oh, they were like, oh, that Paul Warden. Mm-mm. Nah, he's gonna get him somebody. <laughs> well, I actually think AJ, who everybody knows, you know, long time on this show, I think she's, has she told you about her neighbors? Because her neighbors, I think one of them says that he dated you or something. You know, and he's now with, he's now married to a guy and everything. And he, like, every time she sees him, he has, like, all kinds of stories about you. Have you two talked about this? Is he a this? Navy? Was he in the Navy? <laughs> Did he run the Navy? I don't know. I dated a guy that lives in her neighborhood that was like the head of the Navy. You know, the the gay guy that was like, 
what is his name? He was like the head of the Navy. He lives over there. He was like the only gay guy that's ever, he's like the, was the top guy in the Navy. Oh my God, you, you got Google, me Googling left and right. Okay, okay, so but anyway. But I didn't date him for very long. You would I mean, make would eye contact. Rough. And I know what you mean in making eye contact in a bar. Now, I did that so much. The guy that I was making contact with contacted the bouncers and they came over to me and they said, excuse me, ma'am. The eye contact that you're making is really creeping this guy out. We'd like you to leave. We'd like you to leave. That was over at like Spider Kelly's in Arlington. I like locked in on him and I was hammered and I didn't stop. And Did you tell him you had astigmatism? <laughs> Shut up. You, you ain't got no stigmatism. You want a jism sism. I know. I know. I was like, I'm just trying to get with this guy. How the fuck are you kicking me out? Oh, my God. That's too funny. Okay. So you would make eye contact across the bar. Yeah. So you react like we're on the phone with each other. This is how our <laughs> conversations go. Let me tell the people the story. Okay. All right. You make eye contact and you know what they're there for. And so then, you know, somebody sent somebody a drink and then eventually you come around. And before you know it, at the end of the, the expectation was somebody was going home with the other one. It's just what you did. Okay. Thank God I was safe all those years. Thank the Lord. You know, I was always practice safe sex. Thank Kids, God. Kids, practice safe sex. Because, you know, then you can still be cute at 43 without any residual issues. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but so then May came on and I was dealing with this producer from, from MTV. And he was like, when this show comes on, watch. Your whole situation is going to change. I said, ain't nothing going to change. Cut to back at the bar. G, that was my bar of choice in Chelsea in New York City. At the bar and I'm sitting there, I lock eyes. I'm like, mm-hmm. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, 
Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Right up my alley. Lock eyes, he sends me a drink, he comes around. I'm thinking, your house or mine, big boy. <laughs> like I knew it was going down. And he's like, so tell me all about it. How is Naja? How is it like being on TV? And he goes into all this thing. And I'm like, whoo, TV. Whoo, TV is the devil. <laughs> it ruined me. It ruined my dating life. Or maybe it saved me, one or the other. But yeah. Things changed up then. Oh, my God. So, okay, we, we do always talk. We have like a million tangents. But this guy that you're with, and I think the word is grounded. I like this guy for you. I think he's grounded because over the years you've dated some guys. Yes, they have lots going on. Sometimes it's hard. You know, you deserve somebody that's all about you. Kind of like Schman is with me. You need a Schman, right. you know? He's nurturing. He's grounded. He's an amazing cuddler. He always brings things over. We watch movies. He's a great listener. I talk to him about my business ideas. He gives me amazing feedback. He makes me explore because people like me tend to, you know, it's like my house, Soho house, Annabelle's. You know, I go to the little fancy places and bring my ass on home. Yes. But he's like, honey, let's go to the Tate Museum and then let's walk and let's take the ferry up to such and such and let's go eat street food down in the, you know, Fancy bitches like me don't do. Do you know what I mean? Yes, But yes. he's making me, like, put my sneakers on <laughs> and get out and, like, explore things. I'm like, oh, you do stuff. You actually do stuff. Okay, so you two are still together and you feel like this has a future. This sounds like it's going We're well. We're very happy. We're very happy. That is a... And he doesn't live here. He lives in his own place across town. Okay. Um, On the other side of town, really. Um, But he kind of works in the middle. And, you know, so he comes over maybe, you know, three, three nights a week he spends here. But really, you know, I decided years ago never to move, let's say, for a man or have my life revolve around yes. a partner. I just don't want to do that. So I'm here to create my own opportunities to explore life. And he's just like, you know, he's a wonderful part of my life. But I wouldn't put all that pressure on a person to be everything. Well, Paul, the one thing I think that's really inspiring. Well, I mean, there's many things, but one of the things I think is inspiring about you is you seem to be a man who is fine if you never have like a partner also. Like you seem good on your own, single. I'm good on my own. 
Yeah, I'm, that's... I'm good on my own. Now, having said that, because a lot of people get in that space, I'm like, I don't want to meet anybody. Let me tell you something. You should see me talking baby talk. Oh, oh, no, oh where my bag? Oh, I'm gonna cuddle with you. Do you know what I mean? Like we all have that inside of us because really when it all boils down, we all want to love and be loved. Totally. And it is such a wonderful thing. I mean, imagine you without Schman. I just can't see it. I can't picture it. That's why you can be so crazy and off the wall because you got Schman at home holding it down. Totally, completely. He's the yin to my yang. He really, really yeah. is. Um, yeah. Okay, kind of rapid fire about your life over in London. People want to know, are you, any plans to come back? Like, are you coming back or are no, you- No, I'm living in-, in both places. I mean, obviously, I still have my place there. I know because I send them, I send everybody their money every month. And I'm like, God damn. You know, it kind of hurts when you're sending all this money back home and you're not even living there. But I'm still maintaining, you know, my office and my DC. house and everything. Okay. And everything, nothing has changed. I added to. So I'm being like the white people when they just, you know, live in several places and nobody asked them shit. <laughs> you know, where do you live? I got four houses. Okay, of course. When are you going to get your fifth? You know, I go, I add one more on. Everybody's like, how you doing it? What you doing? You're selling your dick? How you making it? Are you hungry? Well, wait, wait, wait. The only reason, okay, in defense of those people that that do DM me that all the time, I think yeah. is because you don't have a traditional job. It's not like you're the CEO of AT&T. You're the CEO of Paul Wharton Style. But That's I right. think people always are like, well, how, where's all the money coming from? Because it's not, when we turn on your IG story, it's just one fabulous dinner and another made to the next. I mean, so it's just like, <laughs> what? wait, where's, is he... Where's you Paul said Warren's? the maid? Yes. The maid was on there? Wait, oh, my maid? Who was that girl you had one time and you were directing her making tea? You were sitting down and you were like, oh, oh. Annalisa, Annalisa, tea and this and that. And she's like popping all around your apartment. She's got scones out. It's like, who's is <laughs> oh, anyone? that's Giselle, my intern. Giselle. But, yeah, I do have a maid here too, though. But she's, she's lovely. But she hasn't <laughs> been on yet. She hasn't met y'all yet. <sighs> but listen, this is the thing. You know, I am my own little industry. Yes. Okay? So... You know, in addition to the fabulousness, there is the products that I have, my own line of products, which is really primarily skincare and hair care. I'm coming out with new candles this holiday season. I'm working on my second book. I got my advance already. You know, this is the first, pulling it all together. And everything can be purchased at paulwhartonstyle.com, right? paulwhartonstyle.com or getzhuzhed.com. Okay. But really, I started off in this industry as a show creator and executive producer. Now, I may not have gotten all the credit that I should have gotten, but that's what I was really good at. So I am now partners with Mona Scott Young, who is, as everybody knows, the creator of Love and Hip Hop. That's what she's most famous for. But she and I are in a five-show partnership deal. I come up with the shows. Um, I attach the talent. We develop them together. And we've sold two of our five just since the pandemic started. And, you know... That'll keep you, you know, in bubble gum. That'll, that'll keep your hair bouncing. You well, get into that line of work. I think it, okay, that is, that's great. That, now I think people... That, you know, I've had a few smart investments, as you know. Yes, you are a smart investor. I helped get off the ground, and I was a founder, and then they went through the roof, and, you know, here I am. Through the roof. When I opened up the paper, and there that story was, and Jay-Z was involved, I thought, oh, shit, I guess he was telling the truth. Oh, in the beginning, because everybody's like, oh, you're going to, yeah, yeah, some catering. Oh, you're going to. All I remember, back in the day, the DC Improv, when Sammy probably knew that you were going to replace him. You know, you brought in some sandwiches, and then you and Sammy got into a fight, and it was just so crazy. 
Did we get into a fight? <laughs> yes, because remember, Sammy started offending your sandwiches. He, you know, remember he thought this was low end, and you were like, "Excuse me," and then you she went out, and then you were like, "Sweep those crackers off of your shoulders." And you were like, "You got other problems." How many years ago was that? <laughs> How, it had to be five. Four, you read the story. Four and a half. You be the judge. You're going to judge. Um, I think, okay. I think a bitch is doing okay. People want to know what is the best things about London. What are oh. the best things about? Because obviously, you know, I mean, I've never lived there. I lived in Ireland. I, you know, Europe is a whole different feel. It's amazing. They usually love Americans um, some places. So what's the what's the vibe? What's the difference? Well, first of all, um, the difference is good or bad. The people here aren't under, well, the people here don't live as much like they're in a pandemic, which is kind of scary. Coming from America, you come over here and people are like in the bars, they're in the restaurants. The numbers are rising, not like America, but they're rising and, you know, they've been some shutdowns. Like here, everything closes at 10 o'clock. Um, you can only bubble with one other household. Essentially, if, it's, if you're like two single people, you can bubble or you can bubble with one household, that kind of situation. Um, right now, those are some of the limitations, but it really doesn't stop anything. Um, you know, that's, it, it feels different. It feels more like regular life. Um, and it's just new. Anytime you go someplace new, I mean, people from here are dying to go to America. Really? But see, I've done them. Yes, they're like, you're from America, wow. <laughs> now they think that Trump is crazy as cornflakes. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm here to co-sign and back it all up. But um, anything new can be exciting, especially if someone has convinced you in life, just because we hear it so many times. Okay, you work here, you live here, uh, you, you're supposed to get married to somebody from here and then move them in here and then you have kids and the kids go to school here. And You know, I just didn't want that to be my life. I've always thought, even before I had two, well, I've always had a couple of pennies, but you know, even before like I could do really what I wanted to do, that I didn't want to live that traditional life. I wanted, every place I go, I want to have a house. <laughs> I just, You're doing you know, it. I'm not there yet, but but Sarah, my, you know, it's like, you know, when I go to LA, I want to have a house there. And when I go any place, I, I want to have a house. I just, I want to live even bigger. Well, and I love your, you know, you're always, and this is the other thing. Do you have any advice? You always are rubbing elbows with huge celebrities. And not only that, you're yeah. staying with them. This summer in the Hamptons, you were with Kelly Ben Simone. You know, you and Kelly Ben Simone from former Real Housewives of New York. She's there. Plus, you're having dinner with some guy who owns like a major skincare line. I'm like, how do you. Oh, Peter Thomas Roth. I love him. How do you meet people like that? Because I, I mean, I guess I got to leave the house because honest to God, I mean, I go out here in Leesburg and meet a guy walking a fat cat. Like, I'm like, uh, where's, uh, where's Leonardo DiCaprio? I mean, I you're know, right? with Jennifer Lewis, Vivica yeah. A. Fox. Like, how do you meet these people? Well, here's the thing. You know, meeting them is being in the right place at the right time and having a purpose to be there. So a lot of times I'll see other people that will meet these famous people that I'm out with. And they're like, oh my God, I got you here. I got to pitch my show to you. And I'm just like, she's trying to have a martini and like, you know, whatever, relax her nerves. Like that's just the wrong time. So people will equate you with stress, drama. Don't go talk to him because he's going to be trying to pitch a show. Ah, uh, you know? Oh, that so might be me. me. It's never, yes, you. <laughs> it's me. It's never really um, trying to, 
um, advance a relationship before it's in its proper time. When I vibe, because I've met tons of people that I just didn't really vibe with that are really famous. Like that's not, it wasn't my moment with them. Right. Like that, you know, we did the people that I'm friends with, um, authentically it, it clicked and we just kind of grew and um and so it worked. So I've never really tried to force anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I love that. I wasn't yeah. out there like, I need to meet famous people. And the other thing that I think I'm really good at that I suggest that people do is I don't just call people when I need them. You know, oh, that's I, so smart. Yeah. You know, I stay in touch with people. I cultivate relationships and really let them know that I care uh, when I care. I don't fake it if I don't. But that's you know, so good. People I like, I really care. And I think a lot of people make the mistake, Sarah, where, you know, they meet somebody and they're like, oh, I'm going to put them on my list. OK, so if I ever need something from them, I'll call them. If I ever need something from them or when I visit their town, I'll call them. But for me, it's never out of sight, out of mind. For the people that I love, I'm always keeping in touch. Like I just was texting with Whoopi yesterday. You know, Vivica and I talk all the time. You know, Jennifer and I talk every night. But the same way I would do my non-famous friends that I love, I do my famous friends that I love. Oh my God, so it makes it's it so good. Now, are you keeping up with any, you kind of seem like you're in your own realm over there. Like you're just making new friends, you're getting television gigs. Are you keeping up with any pop culture stories here or are you just like taking a break and you're just focusing on the now and London? Well, I, I'm i not really keeping up with many <laughs> pop culture stories there, to be honest with you, because I don't really watch any of those shows. Yeah, you're, you're taking a break. Yeah, yeah, you're not watching Housewives over there. You're not watching- you're you know, busy. I'm busy. I just started working with ITV. Okay, what um, is I that? I got my first two. ITV, ITVB has like Real Housewives of Cheshire. They have um, their famous show, The Only Way is Essex. Um, they have all the popular, it's like Bravo. Okay. It's, it's the UK's Bravo. And do they have a morning show? Because you were just on, right, yesterday or something? No, um, no, that show, that was the show that I'm, that I'm on starting December 1st and it's called Totally Unbelievable. Ooh. <laughs> and so, yeah, so they sit you there and you're in a studio and they have, it's so crazy because they use all like famous UK people. So all of their housewives, all of their people that are on, you know. Hugh Grant. Famous pop stars and all that kind of stuff over here. And, and me, <laughs> so I'm on a new season of that. Oh my God, so I love I that. So I sit in in a studio and then they asked me about like yesterday they were talking about um these fabulous celebrity homes and then it was these really exotic places that celebrities go on vacation just so happens that i've been to almost all of them <laughs> so you know i have these little personal stories and then they're like oh what about the bill of Bird? i'm like bill of Bird, franco owns that they're like you know franco i'm like yeah not franco. I'm like, so it, it just kind you of worked are amazing but i'm kind of getting in where i fit in i'm not trying to be an english person because i'm not um, I'm just being myself and I'm hoping that that sticks, but yeah, I'm, um, I'm doing uh, great. Good morning. Great Britain. Good morning, Britain or whatever <laughs> next week with Pierce Morgan. No way. With yeah. Pierce. Oh my God. You have to put that out all over. Pierce oh, is so controversial. They asked me to do it tomorrow morning, but I didn't like the subject matter. So I didn't want to. Oh, what they want to talk about? What did Pierce want? You know, because Pierce is very controversial. He's kind of conservative. You know, he's right. So you know what? We'll we'll figure this out because I'm making sure it's the right. I don't want to be like, fuck you, Pierce. Okay. And you know, Pierce, like, did you see the story recently where Pierce put out that he and Paris Hilton were on a show about getting married in Vegas and actually got married? 
Like, I guess they never actually signed the papers or they might have signed the papers and then were immediately annulled. But Google that back in the day, Piers Morgan. Do you remember when Piers was like here and beloved? Like he was yes, like- because let me tell you something maybe you don't remember. Do you remember when he was a judge on Celebrity Apprentice All-Stars <laughs> and Omarosa was on? Do you remember yes! that? Yes! Okay, so there was a big art show and Dennis Rodman did a piece and um, the, the big um, country singer, really big, I don't know who it was. Omarosa did a piece. Anyway, I went in and bought a piece of art from her. So at the elimination, he was trying to get her out of there because they, they don't like each other. Oh, got it, got it. He was trying to get her out of there. And he says, so this is on the show, okay? He says, Omarosa, what celebrities did you have come by any art? And she's like, I had Paul Wharton. He says, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who that is. So, Are you uh, going to remind him of that moment when you meet I'll, him? He already knows because the, you know, I have a new agent over here. Hilarious. Uh, her name is Jane Brent. She looks like Joan Collins. She's fabulous. I bet. Like, this is like Joe Collins, you got all this jewelry, the hair, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I told her, and she told, and she told Pierce, so he knows. Epic. Okay, you have to post clips. We can't wait to see that. Um, the next time we talk to you, we'll have a new president. Do you have any predictions? Um, or I'm sure Biden, Biden, <laughs> Biden. And if not, oh, Trump, yeah. Trump, Trump. No, I'm just kidding. Crazy. <laughs> Look. people with no masks he's had it kimberly gave it to him or he gave it to her oh god um do you do you think you know people i'll tell you i mean you thought you're following i'm sure over there but it seems like it's getting tighter it's I'm definitely nervous. getting tighter i'm nervous it's getting tighter but i am keeping hope alive yeah i believe that there are more people that want to stand on the right side of history then there are people <laughs> that are trying to go backwards and hold on to some false power this man is not a leader. I know. He is just someone in power. Um, he's self-serving for him and his own family. Everybody knows he is not the one that should be leading the United States of America, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. Do you do you but, think Joe is though? I mean, being seventy-seven. I mean, I, I love Joe. I mean, I think he's Joe has decent, a, he's a he's lot a of dignity. Yeah, person. yeah, right. He's kind. He's compassionate. He's willing to work with the other side. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I'm going to hold it down. She's going to be a very active vice president. And I believe in her. And I believe that he'll put in an amazing cabinet. I hope Pete Buttigieg gets in there oh, and all the other Pete. fabulous people. You know, I'm telling you, I mean, we got to turn that country around. It drove me out. It drove me out of there. I mean, you know, and I frankly, I don't know what to do with myself. I know. Well, you know, so many people threatened to leave and then you're uh, you actually left. So, you yeah. know, it's pretty amazing. I'm coming um, back. I know. Uh, Paul, tell people again, where can they follow you and where can they buy your products and support you? Because yeah. you're amazing. And in yeah. 2021, you're going to have some big shows pop on the air. So 2021, I'll have some big shows uh, over here in the UK. I'll start December 1st on Totally Unbelievable on ITVB, which is really exciting. Huge. But anyway, you can follow me on Instagram at Paul Wharton Style. And my website is Paul Wharton Style. And then my beauty site where you can buy my products is Get Judged. 
Love That's it. G-E-T-J-U-J-E-D.com. Love you. Thank you, my friend. Everybody is so excited to hear this update. Love you so much, Paul. We'll Cheers see you soon. Cheers to you, baby. Love Cheers. you. Cheers to everybody out there. <laughs>